Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Football, we got every blah, blah, blah. The kid didn't hit a shot all day. He had no points. He had hit 10 threes the entire season. I hadn't hit a shot all day long. We're going to overtime. We're going to win. We're going to cement our spot in the tournament. And that kid hits a three, and we lose. And now I got a sweat out selection Sunday like I've done every Sunday pretty much for the past decade. And you shouldn't have to. Oh. 16 and 9, 9 and 7 in conference, name brand, Jim Bayheim, all the Syracuse media honks like you. It's time. <laughs> Syracuse gets in, especially when Duke backs out. Right? Yeah. Oh, they bailed. Yeah. We'll get into them in a minute. Oh, but man. this, we were starting to talk about little links back and forth, topics for the show. Oh. This is early on a Thursday, and you said, quiet. 
I need 30 seconds. <laughs> We're tied with 28 seconds left to go. Why are you guys texting me? You and Frostburg just decided, I was hey, watching the game. There's seconds left in the game. Why I are you trying texting to me? Because I was trying to make you uh, <laughs> at least moderately distracted for what I knew was about uh. to happen. Oh, I wanted a five-second call. I didn't get it. And then, yeah. uh, you know, then there's Bayheim staring daggers into Garrier going, hey, you left the guy wide open. I mean, he's the guy to leave open. You know why? Because he hadn't hit a shot all well, day. We, we, we've got to have that sound in the system. No, right? no, I, I think it's gone. I think it fell off a shelf, and it, it, we broke it. It's broke. It's, yeah, Team it's back there gone. in uh, the yeah, no, no, Farmers no. Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Ka-boom! Studios. It's broken. It's all gone. It's all nope. gone. Nope. Uh, no. Oh, boy. Wow, I, was just trying, I figured that one would – would would have made it the cut made the cut, but I guess oh. I'll just call it for you. Wide open, nobody within fifteen <laughs> feet of him. It's a veritable set shot. It's like a free throw. Oh, you know, and, and the thing is, and and Beekman says after the game, oh, my teammates had trust in me. They believed in me. But, <laughs> no, they left you open because you hadn't hit a shot all day. You were the guy to go to because yeah. everybody else was covered. Sure. And he makes the shot. And now Syracuse has to sweat out selections. Like many other schools. It's not like I'm, I'm in the boat all by myself. It's a very big boat. I mean, there's a lot of us in this boat. It's like a life of pie boat where there's a tiger and there's, and there's an orangutan and there's a zebra. And there's a, it's a very big boat in, that, that we are involved in here. I really uh, and thought so, you were going to get into a uh, <laughs> Titanic thing where you're going to hit no, the no, berg no. and only some of them are going to get lifeboats. was really kind of where I thought you were heading there. Now, before we get to Duke, because this, this, this has to usurp Duke at least just for a second here. Uh, as you listen, college, foot, college basketball is the big story of the day. One of the big upsets of the day, Georgetown beats Villanova 72-71 in the Big East Tournament. Now, ooh, the Big East Tournament played in Madison Square Garden. It's a great place. And if you're Patrick Ewing, head coach at Georgetown, you're thinking maybe we have a little daylight to get in the tournament now. They're under 500. they got to win the Big East to get in. But here's Patrick Ewing enjoying a great day at Madison Square Garden where he has enjoyed many great days over the course of his life considering he's been the greatest Knicks since 1980. Okay, so you're going back 40 years. He's been the greatest New York Knick. But as Patrick Ewing said in his press conference following the win over Villanova, apparently everybody has forgotten who Patrick Ewing is. Hauser to Clark. Clark around Richmond. Foul no, I don't want this. They'll lose that. First Come point on. of the day for Reese you Beekman <laughs> and <Yes>. Virginia <laughs> Thanks. wins it. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. I thought with Tyshirt off for the next couple of weeks, I'm not going to get trolled. No, 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 no. That's going to happen. That was more hateful <sighs> than I think anything Tyshirt's ever done. So good work I, back I there, really, Chris and company. Nice, yeah. nice, nice job, guys. I really was not expecting that. I, I really was not expecting to hear the no, final really, call from Matt right. Park. I was not getting that. Beekman hits that shot. So anyway, so anyway, so here's Patrick Ewing following the game today at the press conference. He had to stop what he was talking about and talk about the fact that apparently uh, people don't know who he is. Take a but listen. I do want to say one thing, though. They, I, I thought this was my building, and I feel terrible that I'm getting stopped, accosted, asking for passes. I, everybody in this building should know who the hell I am. <laughs> and I'm getting stopped. I can't move around this building. Like I, I, I was like, what the hell? Is this Madison Square Garden? <laughs> I'm going to have to call Mr. Dolan and say, geez, is my number in the rafters or what? Part. Oh, who am I? Look in the Raptors right there. You see that? Ewing, There's a 33. picture of me yeah, and the jersey and the whole nine yards. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to call the... Mr. Dolan and say, geez, <laughs> is my number in the Raptors or what? 
Patrick Ewing is walking around Madison Square Garden and nobody knows who he is. And it's not like you have a lot of people, you know, more fans than normal. No, there's less people to, to, to take care of and keep track of than normal because of COVID protocols. Now, if Spike Lee is trying to get in through an entrance and, you know, he's a smaller guy and he's wearing a jacket or something, he's wearing a big Knicks hat, you know, whatever. I can understand where in the very beginning you don't know who he is if you don't see him. You're like, oh, hey, hey. And then you see, oh, no, wait, that's Spike Lee. Sorry, dude. Yeah, you know, you were you know, all, you know, you had all your Knicks gear on, you know, like, like, like you were, you know, just a, just a fan. Sorry, Mr. Lee, but we'll get you right in. I mean, obviously Spike Lee is Spike Lee and, and there's no way that you miss who he is, but for a second, I can understand it. How do you not know who Patrick Ewing is? I mean, the guy is seven feet tall. The guy started Madison Square Garden for almost two bleeping decades. How do you not know? How do you repeatedly not know who Patrick Ewing is? I mean, really, you know, I'm sorry, sir, I'm Patrick Ewing. No, 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 come on, no, you're not Patrick Ewing. Who are you? Who are you? Let me see your ID. What the hell is going on, man? I mean, seriously. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like anybody that goes back to Madison Square Garden that is, is, is one of the people who for years have wanted to go back because not many people have wanted to go there. Uh, you know, Charles Oakley is in fights and, you know, he's getting banned and Spike Lee is mad. I can't use my entrance. And here's Patrick Ewing. No, they don't know who I am. I mean, really, what is how, how do you not know Patrick Ewing? How do you not recognize Well, I mean, him? to be fair, I mean, he, he was a member of the Thunder or the Magic, so maybe they, they don't quite recognize him. And it has been, uh, well, 20 years. So yeah, yeah, he's, but still, he, he's uh, big, he, he's, he, he's a tall man. Uh, you'd like to think there's still enough footage of him running around because, you know, any Julius Randle highlights are going to be the last time the Knicks were good. Remember, Patrick Ewing was still roaming the low post. So I, I would think just by osmosis, you would have heard the name a million times and probably seen him posting up doing that sweet little jump shot along the baseline that we saw so many times through the years. Um, yeah, I, if it's the same guy, then it's, you know, you got you got to go get the guy checked. Make sure he's, uh, you know, able to do his job. Uh, but I don't. I saw some lines of thought of something more nefarious at play. I, clearly, he's joking because otherwise he'd be going, "Yeah, that bleepity bleep, James Dolan." Right? <laughs> I mean, it, there would have been some more anger uh, towards Dolan more than the situation that way. But. Uh, yeah, just one one of the fun pieces of conference championship weekend. You you gotta love it, right? I mean, he's he's not complaining about officiating or some rotation that went bad on the court. Nope, just can't get around the garden. <laughs> <laughs> was the game refereed right? Yes, everything was great. Yeah, it's a big night. But I got to say this. Listen, we had a big one, but I got to say, how do people not know who the hell I am? Why do I keep getting asked for a pass? <laughs> do you have your pass, sir? Do you have your pass? I'm Patrick. No, 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 no. Come on. No, 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 no. I know, I know you're not. Here's my pass. You see that 33 <laughs> in the rafters up there? Ewing? Yeah, that's me. That's me. No, no, come on. You're not. You know, Prove he's it. not that tall. Patrick's not that tall. Come on. I know, I know. Oh, my goodness. I, I really I, – that's just – to hit that – to get hit with that double barrels of the, the crazy-ass shot at the end and Patrick Ewing not knowing – people not knowing who Patrick is no, in Madison it's... Square Garden. Where, oh, by the way, I have to now talk about this and live with a Georgetown victory that could wind up being the team that knocks Syracuse out of the tournament. It, it wasn't my most banner of, of a few hours there this afternoon, Mike. That's all right. You probably had no, a hamburger not. or two – with an ice cream chaser, and you were just fine. Uh, you know what? I actually did have a hamburger and ice cream today. 
So we went to Hop Dottie for lunch. I had a cheeseburger and I went to Nice Cream right next door after. I had a nice chocolate custard uh, with uh, uh, some chocolate brownie pieces and, and some uh, marshmallow cream. Oh, it was terrific. Were you following me? I know, me? Smith. Get, getting in and all around those people again. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting on anybody's shoulders. You know, we're going out to lunch. Uh, but uh, clearly, yes. So this is the day in college basketball. And, and, and the biggest story of the day, uh, Duke is now ending their season. A positive COVID test in the program. Their game today was canceled against Florida State. Uh, there was subsequent quarantining, contact tracing within the Duke men's basketball program. So they did not play. Florida State moves on. And Duke has announced that they will end their 2020-2021 season. That will snap Blue Devil streak of 24 consecutive NCAA tournament appearances. Now, this was met with a lot of hatred and vitriol and anger after Duke, Duke pulled out. Because clearly, yes, if Duke is 22-3... and three, and they're a one seed, they're not pulling out of it. They're not no. ending their season. Okay, they're not doing it, all right? Mike Krzyzewski hasn't wanted to play all season long. We knew this very beginning of the season. When Duke lost a couple of games in a row, he said, we shouldn't really be playing. And what did Nate Oates say? You think Coach K is saying this if he's winning? Of course not. So you know that Coach K didn't want to play all season, right? This is a 500 team, and... It's not like they were going to the postseason. After today, they were not going to the NCAA tournament. So they weren't going to go to the NIT. There's no way they were going to. Duke is not going to go play in the NIT, especially after this season with the message they have put out there. It's not that Duke was looking for an exit ramp to finish the season because if they were good, there's no way they would stop the the season. Look, Coach K is not going to be the guy to say, kids, I'm sorry we had a positive test. We're not going to the tournament. What do you mean? Uh, He would have went to the tournament. But NIT, that's not something that Duke is down with because Duke is not an NIT program. So, like I said, it's not that they were looking for the off-ramp, but when the off-ramp presented itself – they took it and said, okay, we're going to go and we're going to go do this and we're not going to play anymore. And the reason you know this is because every single other program in college basketball is fighting like crazy to get through COVID, to keep players on the court and play in the NCAA tournament. Every single team is doing it except for Duke. Who's the one team you've heard a couple of times this season say, I don't know that we should be playing, we might not play. Duke's the only one. Right, I get it. COVID is scary. It's this, but hey, there's strength in numbers, and every other sport is trying. They're doing the best they can. They're not. They're not going to say, say no as long as we can continue to defeat COVID. We can be smart. We can play sports, and I dig that about what everybody has done. Every school and every professional sports team that could have said, eh, I don't know. Hey, no, they gutted it up and they said, we're going to go play. And the fact that Duke is the one that said, yeah, no, we're not going to do whatever we can to go play college basketball. You know, that's exactly how they were thinking. You know, it's, it, but, so, but in the end, it's not evil. It's not awful. It's just, okay, you, you know that if Duke was better, they'd be continuing on to play. But they're not. Their season was ending anyway, so now they're not going to the tournament. Well, yeah, Jalen Johnson opt out. Because things didn't, I mean, weren't progressing smoothly for Duke. Uh, with a win today, it would have made for a very interesting uh, case, though, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to win the, yeah. the conference tournament, but say they win again today, right? If they'd beaten Florida State, well, who knows? You know, once you get into the committee, again, we've talked, and, and owing to the economics of it all, the brand recognition of the team, Shashevsky's weight going on down the line, there's a million reasons that they edge out 30 other, you know, generic schools for the at-large big, whether they should or shouldn't, uh, is for everybody else to debate. But now it's out of their hands. They become 
I guess, the footnote to this season. And they'll always be able to say, well, we stood on principle because of COVID and whatever spin you want. But the reality is you, you weren't a great team. Was this another uh, one-and-done kind of situation for Duke in this tournament? Based on what we've seen over the course of the year, probably. Unless, you know, something really strange happened with seeding and opportunity. But, yeah, it's they're, they're now finished. And they'll be, be held up as one of these schools that, that decided that the pandemic was too much. And this will be the asterisk in all of Shashevsky's records. You know, they went 24 straight years, and that COVID year doesn't count. It just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's, it's, I get it. I understand why Duke did it. It's just, let's just be honest about the reasons why. Sure. Is it because you're, you, you're concerned about your players? Absolutely. But every other team is concerned about their players, and we're playing. You know, and, and so no, nobody else is doing that. And I think there's tons of coaches around, the, around college hoops going, Really? They're not going to – okay, well, they're not going to make it anyway. So, all right then, I guess. I mean, because that's really what it was. If they were, tw- if they were 22 and 3 or 24 and 4 or safely in the tournament, they'd have kept playing. I mean, that, that, that's really what it comes down to is it's not a good season. It's not worth it to us, so we're just going to end. Again, they weren't looking for the exit ramp, but here's the exit ramp, and the highway ends in, 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 in uh, 300 yards anyway, so let's get off the exit ramp and let's just move on and do something else. Jump off, absolutely. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, the biggest blank show in the NFL clearly is the Texans. And we've said it from the beginning that this team is ill-equipped to deal with this controversy now involving Deshaun Watson. The Seattle Seahawks ain't that equipped either, but they're a little bit better equipped because at least they want to push Russell Wilson out. I mean, they're, 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 on, they're on the same page. Hey, you want out, we want you out. Now we just got to figure out how we do it. Um, but the Texans, when you have – an owner who is still new to things and you have a team GM who is very new to things and not winning any fans over. You have a team president who is very new to things and not winning fans over. And you have a brand new head coach. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be difficult to try to deal with a modern superstar like Deshaun Watson. Now, we've known for a long time the guy wants out. Right. He has told them many, many times at some point he's going to have to do the nuclear press conference option like James Harden and say, this can't work. I need to go out. He's hoping not to do it, hoping that everything he's done so far is going to be enough. But when you're dealing with a franchise that doesn't know how to deal with things like this, this is what you get. And this shows you how big a blank show the Texans are. All right. Earlier today, David Culley. Right, We talked to Jason Cole about him a few minutes ago, like really nice guy, well-respected in the NFL. There's a reason why he got this job as a Texans head coach, because nobody else wanted it. Because you have a bunch of people that have not shown you want to go work for them, and you have a cupboard bare of talent. All the talent you have excised from the organization over the course of the past couple of years, you're not going to win. You're just going to get drubbed for the next couple of years. But David Culley goes on. He goes on a podcast today with Jim Trotter and Steve Weiss from NFL Network. And clearly it looks like the writing is on the wall because he talks about Deshaun Watson in terms of he's our quarterback right now and we want players who are going to be all in with us here in Houston. Take a listen. We're moving forward. You know, we're moving forward. And my, our, all our conversations have been with all of our players here is that we are moving forward. And that we're going to go forward and we're going to go forward with everybody that is in, all in with us that wants to go. And, and I, I like to think and I feel like that as we move forward, as we're going, we're going to move forward all in with everybody that's all in with us. And I, and I feel like that everybody's going to be all in, um, including him, including everybody else that's been here, that we're moving forward and we're going with it and we're going to go with that way. So, okay, Uh, I don't think there's any other way to take that. We want guys who are all in. Who is not all in right now? Deshaun Watson. 
right? He even used the magic phrase, he's our quarterback right now. And everybody we have seen, <laughs> when someone says he's our guy right now, that means right now he's our guy, but tomorrow he's not going to be. So there was no way you could mess up this message from David Cully on this podcast today with Jim Trotter and Steve Weiss. There was, there's no wiggle room here whatsoever, Mike Harmon. It, it, it is, we want guys who are going, who are all in, and if you're not all in with us, then you're not going to be with us. There's no other way to take this at this point. You can't take it any other, any other way. Well, especially because he had that timer in his head of, I have to give an answer that's about a minute long, and he said mm-hmm. the same thing nine times. Yeah. Right? He said the right now, and then he just kind of circled through the mm-hmm. want to and have to's and, <laughs> and, and commitment and everything else, which is fine, you know, because that's the, the underwriting point, you know, is is if you, you want to hold up a sign behind him, it says, you get it, right? We, we know we're going to have to trade him, but we're not going to say that explicitly right now because we don't want to look weak. Instead, we, we look dumb. And they made this poor guy sit out there by himself. That, that so was the done, thing that yeah. was offensive yeah. on, on many levels, uh, as oh, we've sure. talked about through this process, that everybody's hiding. And then you, you have David Culley, who in, in earnest takes this job with hopes, right? When he took it, it was they hope he can repair this, right? He's mm-hmm. not Eric Bieniemy, but hoping that he would be a guy to be able to talk to Deshaun Watson and convince him that it all wasn't that bad. By the way, he also was going to be able to say, look, we got a former Heisman Trophy winner joining you. Look, it's Mark Ingram. (laughs) And I love Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, 2021. I don't know how much I love. Mm. Uh, So this was the message out there. Okay, so that clearly was, all right, now we're getting some movement here because Deshaun Watson's going to be traded now. The Texans finally have come to their senses because what I keep saying and what I, I, I hope you keep taking away from this is that the Texans don't have the power. Star players have all the power in sports, and if he doesn't want to play, he's not going to play. He's not going to show up. He will sit there and get fined, and eventually the Texans are going to trade him. That's how it works. You can't have a guy there who doesn't want to be there that's not going to show up. You can't make him show up, and the Texans, I think, think they can find a way around that. Well, this is why the longer they go, the less they're going to get for him and the worse they're going to be. Eventually, they're going to get to the point where we got to trade Deshaun Watson, and the sooner they realize that, the better off they'll be, and they can move on, and they can redo the well, team and get the number two overall pick from the Jets or, or Tua from the Dolphins. Whatever they're going to do, the sooner they do that, the better off they'd be. Right. So now I'm thinking, okay, you know, hey, all right, the Texans are getting it now. It's working. Then David Culley has a press conference, and yeah. apparently something might have been said in between the time that he did the podcast and did the press conference because when he was asked about Deshaun Watson, this was his response. Feel strongly still that he will be your quarterback. And what about the quarterbacks behind him right now? What are your plans? Now, we are very committed to Deshaun as our quarterback. Uh, uh, he is our quarterback. Uh, he's the only guy we got under contract at this time right now. Uh, Nick and our personnel department are in the process of, of looking at other guys out there right now. And, and we're going through that process daily and, and we're continue to do that. So wait a minute, wait, what happened to we want guys who are all in, all like he was pounding that table. Hey, all in, all in. Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're ready. We're rolling. Now it's, well, well, he's our quarterback. We're committed and we want him to be committed to us because he should be. Wait, what? 
I mean, you, does, doesn't it doesn't it just 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 smack of after the podcast comes, people started hearing about it. He got a phone call from Easterby or Casario, like, "Hey, you reiterate that Deshaun's our quarterback, man. We, we, we you got to reiterate that. You can't just sit here and say you made it sound like we're ready to move on from him. Make take trades. I got to go through a voicemail. There's fifty five hundred voicemails left on us by teams. I haven't even gone to the first one yet. I'm not ready to do that. You go on. You have a press conference. You talk about how he's our guy. And then here he is, a couple hours later. Yeah, no, Deshaun's our guy, and and we're committed to him. Like he should he should be committed to us. Oh my goodness, this what a blank show, man. Today's a day where the Lions and the Jets and the Raiders should all call each other and go, "Hey, man, <laughs> no matter how much people make fun of us, we're not the Texans, man. Hey, let's have a let's have a virtual champagne toast like we're the '72 Dolphins, uh, and hey, we're celebrating that, that no one's undefeated anymore. All right, I mean, let's have that big celebration right now because clearly the Texans have jumped right up to that top of hey, biggest blank show in the NFL. Texans, it's in big lights in a marquee houston texans blank show that's what it is i ain't lying to you though man i I like the this theater i like the drama of seeing you know this game of chicken or staring contest or or whatever random carnival thing you want to throw in here uh because i i I think for the the texans on some level they're like hey you're not going to get over on us because that, that's part of it, right? And, and I, I've reiterated it on the show. It's been a minute since I've said it. But, you know, something LeVar Arrington on our Sunday show, Fox Sports Sunday, 6 to 10 Pacific, he put out, goes, well, what if he played him? Making sure he got his huge signing bonus. He still played the, the season. So we, we have some discussion over that. But making sure he got his payment. And then, well, then you can strong arm them to get out. And saying, well, they'll, they'll just cave because, well, they have to. And I, I'm curious to see if Tommy Boy, uh, as he's so lovingly called, he, he, Cal McNair, uh, can hold out <laughs> and just say, all right, how much do you want to play football? Because that's the other side of it, right? You signed a contract. It was materially, other than firing Bill O'Brien, not a whole lot changed, right? DeAndre Hopkins was already gone before you put ink to paper. Mm-hmm. So unless you were getting – and Bill O'Brien had was in charge. Well, you've been around the game of football long enough to know guys don't get to hang around forever. <laughs> All right, and Bill O'Brien goes away. You've had a, had a number of injuries. The defense fell off. Remember J.J. Watt grabbing around the shoulder going, sorry, we failed you, wasted one of these years. All of those things go in, but – it's not like they went out of their way, signed him, gave him assurance. And other than whatever was said about, hey, we'll let you sit in on hiring the coach. They, they didn't say you could pick it. I don't think that's in his contract anywhere. Sure, so, but I, 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 get you, I get you on all of that. But the reality is this is where the situation's at. I sure. mean, however we got here, we're, we're here. Right. It's like, you know, if you're supposed to get to a wedding and something happens and you get lost on the way, you get a flat tire and you have to stop and get gas. Uh, Your GPS isn't working. Whatever it is, you know, and you're at the wedding, you're there and you're late. Now, whatever happened, happened. But this is where you are. This is what you have to deal with. And, And the same thing. This is where the Texans are. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. And the Texans know that they're not going to convince him to come back and play. And you also don't want an unhappy player. 
player around your other players. What kind of season it's going to be when he comes back and it's going to be a horrible season. They're going to lose anyway because they're the worst team in the division. Uh, this is when you have to move on. What happened has happened, and Deshaun Watson is pissed. And he's not just garden variety pissed about, oh, you know, I wish we would have more weapons. I wish I would do this. That's just a quarterback normal complaints. This is this runs deep, and I do not feel respected, and I, I, I this is beyond repair in my estimation. You have, to, you have taken this team and dismantled it and gotten rid of all the great players. I thought it could be resolved, but it can't be. You may not think it's fair that I have the power, but I, I have the power because I'm a star player. And he yeah, wants I'd- out. He wants yeah, to they have it, to but solve in, this But now. in the end, they could say, hey, go go off and do your trading cards full time. You're not going to be a quarterback on the National Football League unless you come back. And and everything you ju- just said about what he thinks of the situation, Jeff Bridges would just say, hey, man, like that's just your opinion. <laughs> he, they're not going to sit with a guy not playing. That doesn't happen. Everybody gets traded, and he will get traded at some point. They have to deal with this, and it's like they don't want to because they think they're on some kind of alternate timeline. Like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We can, we can just, we, we're just going to make him come back and play. I, I really, I mean, I, I really believe the Texans think we're just going to let this go by, and then when it comes time to report, we're going to stare at him really hard, and he's going to say, oh, I'm melting. Yes, of course, I'll come back and play. I mean, really, the, the Texans, uh, they, they live in an alternate reality right now. They really do. I'm telling you, that, that Jets, Lions, and, and Raiders conference call, the drinking champagne, the big Zoom call, be exciting, man. It'd be exciting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really looks like Russell Wilson is going to be a bear. We saw today that the odds in Vegas came off the board in some places, which had him favored to go to the Chicago Bears, which is always intriguing, makes you think something could be happening. Wilson had a Twitter post today which talked about new beginnings i mean we are too far down the road for this not to happen now i mean just think about for all of the well the emergency break is going to be thrown with deshaun watson and russell wilson we talked about this a few minutes ago too much has happened already can you really see suddenly russell wilson everything is happy sunshine lollipops and rainbows no each side in this matter whether it's wilson and the seahawks or watson and the texans nobody is moving together nobody is saying hey let's try to work things out it's Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson are pissed off and they're looking at what's next and so are the Seahawks and the the Texans. The Texans are pissed off. They're not trying to bring Deshaun Watson back in. The Seahawks clearly are not trying to bring Russell Wilson back in. They are ready to move on from him, which is a big deal. When the team is ready to move on, it doesn't matter what you think. Oh, there's no way. Things happen in sports. You can't ever say never. And the fact that here are the Seahawks who are doing nothing to try to make things better with Russell Wilson as it gets worse and worse and worse it's happening he's gonna be traded and it looks like he's gonna be a bear you have to be ecstatic Mike Harmon make it happen right roll the dice look no no reason to be boring you're not moving away right you win no laurel crowns for passing and outrunning a burrow that's the bottom line. You got to be in the fast lane, baby. Uh, and we've seen Ryan Pace be aggressive. We chronicled all this last night. Uh, you can go find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio, uh, all across the iHeartRadio app, FoxSportsRadio.com. Bottom line is, you know, they've made trades in the past. Some have worked out brilliantly. Some, well, not so much. Some have really even had the opposing GMs laughing at them, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, but you, you're looking at draft picks, and if you're going to say it's that's what it's going to cost you, because like when we talk about Jets trades, right, how many assets do you really have that are, that are truly tradable, desirable assets that you'd say, oh, I need that player. He fits a need for us. The, Name there are many. Yes, Curtis exactly. Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's got the best, one of the be- one of the best handshakes in, in history. <laughs> but the the idea being that you, you it's not like you're trading veteran players. Yeah, there might be one thrown in salary wise, or you know, here's a, a, an area of need. So you know, it's the David Putney effect. But the reality is, it's going to be a bunch of draft picks. And if you, you do this right, and Russell Wilson's the impact player you need, then a the draft picks go down to the bottom of the first round. And if it fails, 
doesn't matter. You're not there to use him. So why would you not swing for the fences? You know, whether you think Russell Wilson's got three years or seven years or the nano bubbles are going to preserve him from all the hits uh, and whatever else, because that's that's the only thing in, in terms of his game that that you have to question is, does does he like playing on the run and to where the actual playbook kind of gets pushed aside a little bit? Right where it's the his legs and, and ability to scramble, keep the eyes downfield, and make a throw are, are what makes him better. Does that work in another system with another team? Maybe, maybe not. Different personnel, but I, I say you have to pursue it and and just get it done. Right with the the Seahawks and and Wilson, all they're doing is passive aggressively just throwing stuff out there. Oh, we left your name out of the season ticket holder letter. Ooh, look at me. I'm on Twitter saying it's a new day. And when I'm asked about it, I can just say, look, all I was doing was doing my 15 minutes of scripture and quiet time, and I, and that was my message for the day. Right. So, but behind it, it's the a Seahawks. And you're just waving at them while grinning, right? So it's it's that kind of game being played out now. And fortunately for us, we've only got several more days before the new league year begins. We've seen a lot of guys cut, a lot more will. So yeah, we're we're gonna get to it pretty fast here, I think, um, in the next 48 hours. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. So there you go. I'm telling you, we we could wake up tomorrow morning, Russell Wilson. Could be a bear or a jet, but probably a bear. You uh, said that as early as tomorrow. I love it. <laughs> well, because today, March 11th, people forget that it was a year ago today. Everybody's life changed. This is when the NBA shut down following Rudy Gobert's positive test for COVID-19. And I vividly remember our next guest who joined us a couple of days before this happened. And I remember asking him going, well, what do you think happens if a player gets a positive test? And he said, you shut the league down. And I remember going, whoa, really? Goes, I don't see how you not do it. I think you have to shut the league down. Well, apparently... Adam Silver was listening to Dan Wojcicki, who joins us now on the hotline. L.A. Times, NBA insider extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That's at Dan Wojcicki Sports. I will always remember you saying that, Dan, and it just struck me as, whoa, shut the whole league down, and, and, and that was your response. I don't see how you don't do it, and that's what happened. Yeah, I can't believe it was a year ago. I mean, it simultaneously feels like it was – 30 minutes ago and also 35 years ago somehow at the same time, which is this really bizarre sort of sensation, I guess you have when you look back at, at, at kind of what happened a year ago. But yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember it happening and I remember we have a, a text service with daily times. Like it's, um, you can sign up and Google full court text. My name, nice plug. My bosses will be happy. And I remember sending a text out to people saying like, I like, this is it. The season's done for at least a month. And um, because that's that was like sort of my reporting it to that point was sort of like as soon as a, a second a positive test comes back and I remember telling you guys this too you're right like it's gonna get shut down and it you know it was at the time like I mean it's funny like sort of in hindsight like the notion that oh 30 days would have been good enough to figure this out you know um, considering here we are. 12 months later and like slowly but surely figuring out, but still, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm watching the Clippers, um, you know, play the Warriors tonight on television in an arena with nobody in it. And it's still like, you know, the fact that that even feels kind of normal. It's just been a, it's been a crazy 12 months for sports, crazy 12 months for the world. And uh, yeah, it's kind of wild to reflect on it. That was also your last day off, wasn't it? 
I mean, I think you've worked every single day since then, I think. No, there, see, like, there was a nice, healthy stretch, like, kind of like, it's funny kind of looking back on it. Like, there was that first month, right, where it was sort of like, my bosses would call and they'd be like, so what's the latest? And be like, well, you know, we don't really know yet. I mean, like, and like those calls kept coming like less and less frequently for, for a stretch, <laughs> you, you, you know? And, and so like I had a nice little, I had a nice little run, um, you know, I want to say between like April and May maybe. And then sure enough, um, you know, the NBA started kicking around the bubble and, uh, you know, we've been off to the races since then. It's funny. I was talking to somebody, um, who works for the Lakers, and we were kind of talking about how it didn't, it never really felt like last season ended. How it was just sort of like this, like ellipsis kind of, um, instead of like the start of a new chapter this year, uh, just kind of like this big run on sentence. And how, on top of that, just sort of like how far away kind of those games go back in March. I mean, to, to kind of point, uh, sort, of, sort of point to everybody's like ignorance on this, like I remember. The March 10th, the Lakers played the Nets at Staples Center, and the league had just instituted all of these like protocols to like keep us away from the players, right? Not to protect us, but like to protect them from the dirty press. And I remember seeing DeAndre Jordan in the hallway and like doing like a thing like where. So I've known DeAndre for you know a decade, covering the Clippers like from way back, and doing a thing like where like are we gonna handshake? Are we gonna fist bump? And then, like, he came in for, like, the hug, right? And I remember being like, oh, you're ready to risk it all. And, like, little did we know, like, yeah, he was taking a pretty big risk. It turns right. out that moment, and so was I. Like, what a horrible story to have to tell people that, that like, oh, yeah, like, I couldn't play basketball. Why? I dapped up Dan Wakey at Staples Center. What a disaster that could have been. Well, you'd be a legend. I mean, you are a legend. But the, I was going to say. The legend would have say. grown that day, Dan. Like I, I did what only the free throw has done before me. Stop DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see DeAndre Jordan, I'll run that line at him. Hey, your buddy Dan says hi, and he dropped this one. All right, so <laughs> as we sit here a, a year removed, obviously money on the minds, and that and that was the overriding topic of an All Star Weekend that yep. was was fairly entertaining. Uh, I mean, yeah, all the show. game had its moments. The young guys got to dunk. Uh, Steph Curry put on a show all in all it was entertaining but un- under all of it was all right how much more money can we make back how many more top shot packs can we sell uh to, to get some more cash sure. and use them sure well they got i bought my i didn't want to say this on, on air i bought my first two moments Did today i'm very excited i'm very, nice. I'm very excited um but now uh it, oh, what a colossal waste of money it's gonna be i can already tell no, um, no, no you're gonna be great you're gonna be great what'd you buy I bought a Lonzo Ball three-pointer and nice. a Paul George dunk. There you go. They're good yeah. value. I saw. I saw those. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. buy a Blake Griffin dunk because apparently, you know, you may not get get another no, one. Go don't. back to 2019 and get that dunk. I'm glad they're minted. Um, no, like <laughs> I think it, it, it. Yeah, you know, that was kind of my takeaway with All Star Weekend too. It was sort of just like general, like yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, and obviously, look. It, you don't have to just look to the NBA to see places that are hard for money. Like, I had maybe approximately seven to eight friends text me about Michigan State, a school I attended today that now has a basketball team that's presented by Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I and I think it's like that's going to be something we're going to see. I mean, look, uh, the NBA, um, <clears throat> every, like, 15 minutes a team releases a new uniform um, and stuff like that. Like, the earned editions are, are out now and – 
you, you know, it's just I think like I can't keep track how many uniforms the Lakers have this year. I think it's like six. And uh, I mean, you're just gonna like just keep doing it because they've got ground to make up. Like actual like real financial harm was done to these teams, obviously, just like it was done to almost every business like this side of Amazon, right? Like so, um, I I would anticipate, especially too, once fans get back in the seats. Like you know, maybe that beer's a little more expensive. Maybe that hot dog's a little. Maybe that hot dog's a little smaller and a little. It costs an extra buck. Maybe they're gonna start charging for relish. Like who knows? Like, but I, but I have a feeling like teams are gonna be very eager to recoup some of this money. And um, as fans sort of slowly trickle back into arenas, I'll be curious to kind of watch how how ownership handles that type of stuff and how they handle like you know having people back in the building and how well they treat them and. And if it's a matter of like, oh, we missed you so much, we're so glad to like celebrate with you, or if it's like, oh, we missed you so much, like we're so glad to like sell you a, a, a plush lion, um, you know, with a king's jersey on it for forty dollars. It's probably the latter more. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna treat people like MSG uh, treats Patrick Ewing. It's gonna that's how it's gonna work. Out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, I, I like. Here's the thing. Whoever whoever did that to Patrick Ewing. Like, I mean, especially New York City. That, it's not like that guy stands out in that city. Right. right like. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Just a guy. <laughs> He's seven feet tall. It may not be him, though. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like, there's his picture. Well, that's his jersey in the rest. Ah, it might not be him. It might not be stand, him. Stand next to that giveaway we had in 86. when It, it was the growth <laughs> chart of Patrick Ewing. <laughs> if, like, if this was like Mike Sweetney, I'd be like, Okay. Like, yeah, I could see how that could happen, you know, or, or uh, Mike Sweetney's still with us, isn't he? I hope, uh, did, I, did I make a reference yeah, to no, somebody? No, no, Mike Sweetney's good. I, I thought you were going to say he was my guest on my <laughs> next Power Forward I podcast. I just want to take a deep breath. I just like for Yeah, a he's thing, 38. Like, oh, no. Still going. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Did we lose Mike Sweetney too early? Um, no, but you know what I mean? Like, this is like the Nick of the last uh, – it's just it, – it's always hilarious, like, when this stuff happens to that organization and that building, uh, especially right now when, like, things are kind of going pretty good. Um, you know, you're getting, like – you know, they're on, there was a, a, a kind of a rash of stories of, like, inside, like, the, the, the rebuild of the Knicks and, like, how it's all worked out great. And it's like you look at the roster, you look at the things, you know, right around 500. Um, but they've got the second-best defense in the league. Um, they, to me, are a very interesting team here in the next couple of weeks in terms of buyers. Um, I like they should buy. Um, I believe. I think like they are definitely like as teams try to offload some veterans and stuff like that. Like, you know, why not put together a package and, and make a run at somebody and I don't know, go win a playoff series um, because they're in position to do it. Honestly, in the East, the way the East is shaped up right now, um, you know, Julius Randle is playing awesome. Uh, R.J. Barrett starting to like really flash. Uh, Manuel Quickly's been really good. I, I just I like where that team's at, and I think they've got some pieces. They've got some expiring contracts. Like, go get it, dude. I think I, I really think they're in that position. Look, you can follow I on Twitter. Got us in the Knicks talk. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I'm about right, that. Listen. Listen. Hey, that's okay. Listen, you, do you want to plug your power forwards Knicks podcast? When, when's your next one come out? <laughs> well, we'll see. If they, if they somehow trade for Nikola Vucevic, we might have to go all hands on deck. Um, you know. <laughs> uh, and just to let you know, Mike Sweetney now is the assistant basketball coach at Yeshiva University in New York. I'm happy Played overseas that. I mean, for a long time, and that's where he is right now. See, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. Mike was a um, um, portly at times, and it made me nervous that he was somebody maybe who that had gotten away from him. But I'm glad to hear he's doing well. 
Uh, also doing well is Dan Wojcicki. He's on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Also, that, oh. also, also Portly. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you're a writer, that's okay. I mean, it, it's, right. it's all right. You're a writer and insider. It's okay. Got to insulate. That's where it is. <laughs> that's right, buddy. I'll meet you at Portillo's. We'll go have some fun. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, buddy. Have a great right. one, Dan. Bye, See you, guys. <laughs> Great stuff from Dan Wojcicki. I mean, really, I will never forget when he said – that you shut the league down. And I'm like, whoa. And, and sure enough, hey, we always say that, that whenever big decisions have to be made in the world, everybody gets cold hands and cold feet. And what do we do? Uh, what's sports going to do? The NBA said, we're shutting down. And it was two days after that, city started shutting down. We shut down here in Los Angeles, and that was it. We weren't doing anything until that. But then, hey, Rudy Gobert, positive COVID-19, teams didn't want to play. That was it. And the NBA led the way for what was a shutdown. And who knows how many lives that could have saved in the beginning. Because the NBA did so, and everybody, we kind of followed their, everybody followed their lead with that. I mean, at some point, that was going to have to happen. And again, the NBA leading the way in something big like that. See, they actually made a decision that was positive yeah. <laughs> on, on a big, big topic. Yeah. See? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.